T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Pete Sweeney. Pete Sweeney. Pete Sweeney. Pete Sweeney. Pete Sweeney, Pete Sweeney, Pete Sweeney, Pete Sweeney. It is a Red Friday. That means it's time to check in with our Chiefs insider, the editor-in-chief over at Arrowhead Pride, presented by Mark Ferguson, the attorney that's been helping KC sports fans with all their legal needs since 1996. Integrity results. That's Mark Ferguson, and it is Pete Sweeney with us who... We'll be making his way out to Las Vegas around, what, the same time as us? You leaving Sunday? Monday. I'm going Monday, Monday. morning. Okay. Are you crashing with us again? You've not <laughs> asked. Do you have your own place? I Yeah, this time I have my own Airbnb, so I don't have to... Uh... I don't have to be on a couch trying to sleep while you guys are doing a podcast. Nobody's listening to. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. You know what? Damn. I take that as a dick. Damn. He's talking. Very low he's talking what was the podcast. name of the podcast you and Nick did? What was the name Always of it? game day in Kansas oh, yeah. City. Is that still around? <laughs> somebody else doing it? It is defunct. Okay. I mean, it might have been picked up by somebody. I want to say for sure. Gold, gold. I'm not making that joke if it's not defunct. You got to know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, we didn't know if somebody else uh, in, in the uh, the Odyssey family has picked that one up or something. But are you now? No. Can can you tell us? I don't want to spoil anything, but I was, uh, you know. When I go out of town, I like to clean my apartment before I go, so when I come back, it's not a mess. And so when I was doing that, you know, I was dusting the uh, the TV cabinet, if you will. And of course, on that TV cabinet, I have a book from Pete Sweeney. Are you are you ready to write another book? <laughs> so uh, no, I I'm not doing this season. I'm okay. actually not really exactly sure who is, but uh, there could be in the, in the case of a win, there could be kind of like a five year thing. Ooh. potentially being talked about. So okay. we'll see. I mean, we're in the we'll see process. Is the word you're trying to avoid saying is dynasty? Well, no, the last book dynasty said dynasty, dynasty on it. The last book was like yeah. a dynasty begins or something. Yeah, the last book was a dynasty begins. I'm not exactly sure if they won a championship what this uh, year Super dynasty. be called. But yeah, I mean, it's been, I think you could call the, the last half decade from 18 on um, probably the most important time for the chiefs in their history so i don't know we'll see if there's an is something there where you know you can kind of talk about how they've gotten the three titles in, in so many years pete i think when you look at it and you talk to other people who cover teams nationally or around those patriots dynasty does this one get viewed any different knowing that if patrick Mahomes wins this one he will have won the super bowl in half of the years he's been a starter he would have gone to the super bowl in 85 percent of the seasons in which he was a starter like, I mean, it does start to get kind of ridiculous when you look at the numbers individually. Yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy. It's it's unfathomable. It shouldn't uh, be allowed to, to happen. Uh, but the Chiefs have just been really good, I think, about 
not only keeping Mahomes happy, but having him in a place where he feels like he can still improve from being the best quarterback in the NFL. And I think he does that to an extent each and every year. Like if you look at this year and his growth when it comes to situational football and realizing what the team is and being to adapt on the fly, I think he's been outstanding in, in that sense. And I think what I'm starting to see, and it's, it's to the joy, I think, of some football fans, it's to the dismay of others, certainly to the extreme happiness of, of Kansas City. I think if he wins this one, um, you're, you're going to start to see the, the Brady comparisons. I, I think people were a little bit hesitant to go all the way with that, um, but I feel like if you're able to accomplish three titles in so many years and you're better than him in a lot of other numbers, I think you're starting to see people say, I mean, are we in the midst of someone who's going to be able to catch this person You know, at a, at a certain point? I mean, he's only 28 years old. Being able to get that third is going to be a key there um, in a long journey, but uh, that's where it's at right now. And like I said, I, I think it, it's really um, been great for Kansas Cityans, and they love it. But you can really start to sense that people are getting super, super annoyed of, of the Chiefs and their show. How big of a deal is the experience, not necessarily on the field, but this week, the experience of being able to to sit back if you're Andy Reid and, and go through this routine yet again, which is kind of preparing, right? Like this is a game day week, but not actually going to play a football game on Sunday. Yeah, uh, the most confusing part of Andy Reid is he just he makes up the, the week as he goes along based upon what he's doing. So as of right now, I, I know that it's Friday for, for us, but it's football Thursday uh, for them, but also the Thursday before the real Thursday. Like, it gets very confusing. <laughs> sure. So they're, they're preparing right now as if the game is, is Monday. So, you know, it would be like a Monday night football schedule, and uh, they'll go through their second practice today. They'll have a – a third one on Saturday, and just like they would for any game, they'll fly you know, before what is uh, a busy time on, on Monday, and then they'll reset the schedule on Wednesday and, and review. And it was telling uh, yesterday when it, you just heard that Patrick Mahomes has this whole routine where he writes things down three times to try to remember them. And in a Super Bowl week, it seems like he'll go through that process twice. So there's no – you know, we always were wondering, well, what's the key for a, you know, a bye week in Kansas City? Maybe that's it. It's just Patrick Mahomes having extra time uh, to, to review the game plan put in, and he knows his game plan better than any all year. On either side of the ball for the Chiefs, is there a bigger matchup than Snead versus Ayuk? Yeah, I mean, I I think the, the biggest one for me is is McCaffrey against the defense. Um, you know, I, it, it was very strange that the, the Ravens got away from the run. You know, I, I think, you know, at times when we've seen the, the Chiefs defense vulnerable and being able to be thrown around a little bit, it's been against the run. And so I think it's just establishing that that's not going to work. You know, you, you know they, they are going to be able to um, stop uh, Christian McCaffrey. I, I think just picking out one pass catcher is tough just because they have Kittle uh, and they have Debo Samuel and there are so many options. I think generally the, the key point for me defensively is, just don't let CMC ruin the game. And maybe they'll do what the Ravens did and just choose to throw the whole game. Um, I'm, I'm saying that in, yeah. in jest. I didn't get that at all. But, uh, yeah, that to me is the point to watch. I think what was funny about that is so, like, Harbaugh spoke about it this morning, and he mentioned the fact that they only had the ball for nine minutes. They couldn't get to it. And Andy Reid, I think in the – if you listen to what Travis Kelsey said on New Heights, he said that that was kind of Andy's plan from the beginning, get him out of that. I know that they didn't defer off of that against the Lions – that's got to be the same approach, right? Put them on their heels a little bit, little bit, and make Brock Purdy come get you. Yeah, I think that's what you want. I mean, you got to just shut down the run game and say, 
like Brock, not only are you going to have to throw this, but you're going to be really confused doing it because Steve Spagnuolo is going to have a myriad of coverages. And, um, you know, you're seeing the Bill Barnwells of the world kind of post, you know, the dots and where they're showing one high and then suddenly it's too high and they think they might have room and then they don't. Or, you know, the disguising of, well, maybe in this look, Trent McDuffie, uh, was on one-on-one coverage, but now all of a sudden he's just chasing you. And it, it's especially for a young quarterback and one who has never played in this game. I mean, it's just an ultimate advantage. It, the, being able to rattle someone who's never played in the Super Bowl that may be playing in their only one in their career. I mean, this is abnormal that the Chiefs are making this many. Let's keep saying that. But, you know, it, the, the nerves get to you. And so I think it's establishing no, no run early, and then let's get to Brock Purdy, let's confuse him, and let's see him. Uh, get rattled and tailspin into some of those quicksand games that we saw him this year. We're talking to Pete Sweeney from Arrowhead Pride. He's presented by Mark Ferguson. So injury-wise, I know we're, what, nine days out from the game, but Joe Tooney not practicing, no surprise. We already know Charles Amenehue's done with the the torn ACL. How do you believe this is going to go the next couple of days heading into next week with guys like Kadarius Toney, Sky Moore, and Joe Tooney? Yeah, I think Joe Tooney is going to be working hard to, to try and play in this game. Um, I was talking to someone this morning about maybe like putting a percentage on it. I think it's slim. You know, I think you're probably in the 10 to 25% range that maybe he could work his way to a place of playing. They haven't ruled him out yet. They're still trying to see where he's going to be at. I think once they get to, to Vegas, Nick Allegretti was fine. I mean, I, you know, that's the, that's the main thing. Stepped up in a big spot. That's why they have the O-line depth. We saw what happened in 2020, and ever since then, the Chiefs have had basically 10 uh, you know, starters at the position so that nothing like that could ever happen uh, again. And Allegretti is certainly uh, one of the better backups. So I feel okay there, um, but not ruling Tony out yet. Uh, I'm sorry, Tooney. Now, now to Tony, very close names. Um, <clears throat> I don't know how Tony's active in this game. I mean, I know he was taken off the injury report yesterday. I, I sense with him it's going to be more of the, the Clyde thing where he'll come and be there in case of injury or emergency. And, um, you know, I think that'll be it. I don't, I don't, Steve, someone who hasn't played since December, suddenly uh, being put in and into this type of atmosphere and game. And the Chiefs have really done well without him. Um, you know, and not to say that he can't rebound and do something next year, either here or elsewhere, but I just don't think it's in the cards. Similar feeling on Sky. I mean, he remains on injured reserve. He had a setback. He's been limited. Uh, I, it's not like the Chiefs are rushing necessarily to get these receivers back in, in maybe a way that they're doing with Joe Tooney, who is an all pro at his position. Pete, I know that offensively they don't line up, but how close do you think that the 49ers are to what the Ravens brought out talent wise? You know, they both scored in the top five. They both had defenses in the top five. How close is the talent level of just the totality of the team as far as difficulty of opponent for the chiefs next week? And I'm way more impressed with the uh, offense the 49ers provide. I mean, to me, it's like a Pro Bowl all-star type of team, um, more so than the Ravens. I mean, I know that the the Ravens were good offensively too, but, you know, it it drove from their run game, which they weren't able to really do against the Chiefs. Uh, I just – I think the the 49ers can meet you both in the run uh, and the pass. Uh, Compared to the the defense – Though, I, I think the, the defense hasn't really been playing that well in the postseason. You know, you saw 300 yards against Jordan Love uh, and the Packers, over 400 yards with the, the Lions. And I think that's where the difference is in the game makes me feel good about the Chiefs is the Chiefs defense has never flinched. The 49ers defense really hasn't played well since maybe like the middle to the end of the season. And now you're getting a Chiefs offense has kind of figured it out uh, already. And not to say that I'm just assuming, hey, 
they're going to throw for 30 points and, and score 30 on, on the 49ers, but just a little bit more, uh, I think, vulnerable than they've been uh, maybe early on in the season. And uh, that, to me, is the mismatch. You have a elite Chiefs defense and above-average Chiefs offense probably going up against what you would consider an elite 49ers offense, but a weaker defense. And that, to me, is the disparity in the game. All right. Well, Pete, we'll see you multiple times next week, but also Thursday night. We've got a party out at Circa. Hopefully you show up. That's definitely an invite for you. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, I will be there. I know that Drew has said before we got on that he wants oh. to cannonball into the pool. And so there are pools. Oh, well. It's going to be with a little that chilly. Weather? I don't know. It's going to be yeah in the high 50s. It'll be a little chilly. Pete, will you back yeah. me up if, I, if Bill Romanowski tries to beat me up? Why would he do that? I'm going to tell him he's a crybaby. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's a little bit of a cry. I'm, yeah, I'm always down to provide backup, but unless if there are punches thrown, I'm out of there. I can't. I can't <laughs> You'll verbally back me up, but you're not willing yeah, to actually fight. I'm very good at vul- yeah. I, I try to stay around as many of my bigger friends as possible, and I will, you know, I'll verbally harass you but once there's punches. I got to, I got to be behind. Somebody. I, I mean, this is this is the money maker. I mean, Pete, because yeah. you know, you 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 know, looking around Radio Row, and there's going to be athletes all over the place, and then you're going to see yeah. a table that says Six Ten Sports Radio, and then if you're Bill Robinowski, you're going to walk up and you're going to see three intimidating individuals: <laughs> Cody Tapp, myself, and Drew Nixon. I mean, when you see us in person, look out. You got some length to you, Al. You know, you got a big wingspan. I mean, I think you might be the projector of this group, believe it or not. Yeah, Cody's. I think you are. I'm the only one who's been in a fight. (laughs) Cody, we've we've talked about doing a charity boxing match before uh, between Cody and I, which we're still I'm still open to doing. By the way. Yeah, I think you guys should get with like that Journey Pro crew and and and. (laughs) Do a staged wrestling match. I think that, that's probably one of the cards in an actual fight. All right, Pete, safe travels, and I will see you in Vegas next week. All right, guys. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.